0: What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad that you were here. I'm excited to jump into today's content. We're going to be talking about how to kickstart your relationship with God. And this is a big one uh, because we know that when you struggle with addiction, sexual sin, when you do the things that you don't want to do, it can really take a toll on your relationship with God and your ability to connect with Him. And so I'm going to provide you some guidance on how to navigate that and how to still maintain a good connection with him despite falling short. Now, before I do that, I do have to mention to you really quick that I give away my book, The Last Relapse Online, to all my listeners of this podcast. I would love for you to get your copy of it as well. This is my blueprint for recovery Basically, everything from start to end, what is required. I share a lot of my own story in there. It's super practical. It comes with a free workbook, and we get emails every week from listeners like you raving about how valuable the the book has been for them in their recovery. So if you are not fully free, as in if you have not been sober for a year, and if you are not enjoying your life and absolutely loving it and living in full confidence that you're never going to turn back, then you need this book. And I would highly recommend you go get your free copy right now at sathiasam.com. Oh, uh, no, that's not the right address. It's uh, thelastrelapsebook.com. Sorry, my my brain just got a little jumbled there. Thelastrelapsebook.com. You can get your copy there. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, now let's talk about the three ways that you can kickstart your relationship with God during recovery. And like I said, the reason that we would talk about this is because when you are in habitual sexual sin, the reality is it naturally just erodes at our sense of connection. And without real intentionality, what happens is we gradually become more and more disconnected and distanced from God. And that's not something that I want for anybody, let alone you guys, my listeners. And so what I want to talk about today is how we can basically ensure that we stay connected that we respond well when we do fall short and that our relationship with God stays solid and concrete, okay? So let me give you some examples of what not to do. The the one thing that you that you want to avoid at all costs, guys, is you don't want your relationship with God to become centered around sexual sin. Okay, imagine imagine that you uh, you're like an 8-year-old kid and you're struggling with um, a bully at school, all right? And imagine if you, you've you told your dad, Dad, I have this bully at school. He's picking on me and he's pushing me around and he treats me differently than the other boys. He, he does it to some other boys, but it's different with me. I get it way worse. And imagine if... Um, If when you go out for ice cream as a family, he talks about the bully and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. He's, he's bothered by it. He wants to talk about it. Okay. And then you go home that night and you tuck him into sleep and he talks about the bully. And then imagine the next day you have breakfast in the morning and he talks about the bully. And every time you try to talk to him and have an interaction, it's about the bully. Now, look, if the bully is really bothering him, it's a great honor that he would share that with you. And that you would get a chance to talk him through it so i'm not against that but what i am saying is the relationship starts to lose substance when all you discuss is one singular problem that's at hand so what what should you be doing presenting multiple problems towards god well uh no not quite uh instead what we want to do is remember the goal of this is to have a relationship so in a relationship, yes, you discuss major things and they maybe come up frequently or you discuss them at length, but there's there's other things that are part of the equation. There's other things you discuss. Some of them are going to be lighter and easier and there's going to be some days where you don't even bring that up. And I remember I used to feel so ashamed. I'm like, I have this, this addiction. I have this problem and it feels weird to not talk to God about it because I feel like he might think I'm trying to hide from him and I don't want him to think I'm hiding from him, so I'm just going to bring it up. But that was sabotaging the actual relationship, the actual connection. So the first thing that we want to do or that we don't want to do is we want to make sure that we are building a relationship that is not centered around our sin. Colossians 3 says that your life is hidden with Christ. Your life is hidden with Christ. I want you to think about what that means. Imagine something being hidden. Um, imagine if I said, okay, ima- imagine if I had uh, let's say I had uh, a, I was eating a burger, right? But um, it was it was a small patty and I, I had a huge burger bun. If you looked at the burger, you would you wouldn't even be able to see the, the burger itself. You would just see the bun because it's so huge. That burger, I know this is just like the most brilliant metaphor you've ever heard in your life, right? That burger patty is hidden with the bun. What does it mean? It means that when you look at the burger, you see the bun, not the burger. So when Jesus looks at you, when you when you approach God, and Colossians 3 says your life is hidden with Christ, it means that when he looks at you, he sees Jesus. So we don't have to worry about this like magnifying glass being held up to our our lives and and Jesus saying like, "Oh, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there." And, and feeling like, oh, we have to confess it and keep working through it. And until we get through this, we're not going to be able to really have a good relationship. That's all a load of baloney. That's the enemy trying to create disconnect between the two of you. Look at King David. King David, in the midst of his sin, in the midst of turmoil, still sought the Lord. And the Lord heard him. So you can have that experience too. That's King David, by the way, who is bound by an inferior covenant. So you and I all the more should be able to walk in relationship despite our sin. So the first thing we want to do is we do not want to make our sin the center uh, or the focus of every interaction. I'm not saying don't discuss it. I'm not saying don't repent and don't ask for forgiveness. Goodness gracious, do all of those things. Don't make that the only things that you do when you engage with God, okay? Second way to kickstart your relationship, lean into the easiest ones, okay? So when people are disconnected, if let's say that, you know, there's like seven or eight spiritual disciplines, there's reading your Bible, there's praying, there's silence, there's solitude, there's, uh, worship, there's fasting. Um, goodness gracious, there's soaking. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there's, uh, like liturgy or kind of the contemplative reflection on scripture. There's, all of these different, uh, that those in liturgy are two different things, by the way, for those of you that are more theologi- theologically oriented, I realize that. Um, the point is, in that list that I just provided, there's probably one thing that you're like, you know what, that seems to always do the trick for me, or that seems to at least be easier for me. Start there. So if you're feeling disconnected, just start there. Yes, you. I'm not saying that your relation with God should be one-dimensional, and if that's the thing that works for you, just stick with it forever. I'm just saying If we need to kickstart things, let's go with what's working and then we can build into some of the other things that maybe you're not doing as often or you find to be a bit of a challenge. Let's create a foundation or a baseline for connecting with him with the things that are easy, okay? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to make sure that the nature of our interactions are not centered around our sin. Number two is we are going to find the spiritual discipline that we uh, can leverage the most easily to connect with God. And then the third thing we want to do is we want to embrace radical transparency. So something that I learned to do when I was on the back half of my recovery, which which was the most effective part of my recovery, is I would begin to invite God in to every single little moment of temptation, attraction, and whatever else. And that was really key for me because number 1 it obviously dissipated some of the you know kind of rising urges that can come from that but number 2 it actually fostered greater connection with him because i was i was just engaging with him on a regular basis like it was one of it was one of the best ways to just invite god into everyday moments because i was tempted so often you know i would think about it so much that every time it happened i would just say okay thank you god and i would really i would pu- i wouldn't just say it out of some kind of rote routine, I would actually invite him in. I would pause. I would think, yes, like just think about it right now. God is with us in this moment. He's listening to my words. He's watching you listen in your car or on a run or wherever you might be in your home. He's with us. And and just just creating that consciousness of like, thank you, Jesus, you're here. It does something to the heart. And and it, it doesn't require an expensive journal. It doesn't require... Uber spirituality to do that. Anybody and everybody can do that, but these are great ways for you to maintain connection with God while still figuring out the whole recovery side of things. It is not that you recover and then your relationship gets better. It's that because your relationship got better while you were struggling, you recovered. And so I want to encourage you do not delay strengthening this relationship. Don't wait for the right time. There's no such thing as Now is the time. And the glorious byproduct of a stronger relationship with God is that your appetite diminishes for the things of the flesh, for sin. And it's not to say that you'll be perfect, but it is to say that this is a very valuable way for you to further your recovery journey. So that's everything for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Stay clean out there. We'll talk soon, guys. Bye-bye.